God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. So some people think that the Bible is old and irrelevant. They think that it has no bearing at all with where we are today and what we, what we experience today. And yet nothing could possibly be further from the truth. In 2 Kings, we read of a long string of kings in a divided kingdom, both the northern and southern kingdoms of Israel, and all the infighting and all the conspiracy and all the, the death, destruction, ambition, and misery that went along with it. And really, when you think about it, that's exactly what you see when you look at the news today. Really, the history of Israel is the history of the world in that regard, and the history of the world is the news you may have looked at today, and that can be very discouraging sometimes, except to say that it is not chaos because there is no God. It is chaos because we do not uh, submit to this God. In 2 Kings chapter 15, the very last verse is somewhat of a summary of kind of what you read. The Bible says, And Jotham slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David his father, and Ahaz his son reigned in his stead. So he was buried with his father, and his son reigned, quote, in his stead, in his place. All these kings, both kingdoms, northern kingdom and southern kingdom, Judah and Israel, knocked themselves out to be in control, to rule, to reign, to have power. Now, one thing I've often said, and, and I think it is maybe fitting here, is that people that must control everything are controlled by everything. And so as you look at this chapter, you find three things that are kind of a common theme. One is conspiracy. Uh, conspiracy is mentioned several times in this chapter alone. That is, uh, someone killed or assassinated his master, the king, in order that he himself could be king. You find conspiracy. You find um, bribery. So, for instance, you find uh, one king of uh, God's people basically paying off the king of Assyria. You find conspiracy, you find bribery, and then you find attack, both on uh, enemies foreign and domestic. Now, why was this? Why was all this conspiracy, bribery, and attack? It's because God was not ruling in the hearts of his people at this time. Uh, what you find over and again is a king will be named, and it will give just a brief summary of his life and reign, and it will say something like, he continued in the sins of Jeroboam. The long and short of that is just that he continued doing the same ignorant sins, living in the same ignorant rebellion that his father and his father and his father and his grandfather and great-grandfather had done. At the very best, the, the Bible mentions in this chapter a, a couple kings who were good kings. They did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. And then it has a caveat, save that, except that the high places were not removed. So you have bad kings, thoroughly bad kings, and you even have good kings that just left a little bit that God did not have control over. In short, all this was because of ambition, which came of selfishness and resulted in hatred. You know, James actually talks about this kind of problem when it says in James 4.1, from whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts that war in your members? You know, we so often think, and I told some boys and girls this in an elementary school chapel yesterday, so many adults think, oh, if we could just be like the children, if we could just be like kids, we'd be so happy in this world. Well, people that say that either have forgotten or they do not have their own kids. I went on to tell these second through fifth graders, you know, you go to a nursery, you have two toys, 
excuse me, two kids, 50 toys in five minutes, and you'll have two kids fighting over the 50 toys. Why? Because we're born with a selfish nature. So the Bible says in James 4, where do wars and fightings come from? They come from you. They come from the lust in your own self. Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. That was the picture of Israel. They were fighting, and yet they didn't have because they didn't ask. And they didn't ask because God was not sovereign. God was not king. Matthew Henry, many years ago, said, Nothing does more toward the, the making of a nation as an easy prey to a common enemy than contests for the sovereignty. Happy the land where that is settled. In other words, where it is, it is a question who will be in control among two or three or five or ten different people, they're going to fight and war among themselves so they can have supremacy. Well, the, the answer is not the sovereignty of a king. The sovereignty is of the king God. Yesterday I was driving through uh, an area that had a lot of amusement parks, and one of the big signs said, follow your heart. Well, that is precisely why we are in the place that we're in in this world today. Everyone's following that which is right in his own eyes. Everyone is following his own heart. And that sounds so good for a cartoon, but it's so false. It is the falsehood that is thousands of years old. So the question this morning is not who reigns in Israel, who reigned in Israel, who's in control in Hollywood or Washington or or on the world stage or the World Economic Forum. The question is who or what reigns in your heart today? Chaos reigns where God does not. And so today, ask yourself who reigns and make the decision to allow God, the creator of the universe, to be in control and guide in your life today.